Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. It's a 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! Let's play ball. Welcome back to God's Playbook, friends. Yesterday was a day of great celebration. Today is a day of sorrow, of prayer, but of beauty. All Souls Day. Today, we pray in a particular way as Holy Mother Church gathers us together for all of our loved ones who have died, marked with the sign of faith and who rest in the sleep in the peace of Jesus Christ. All Souls Day reminds us of our need to pray this prayer for those who have died or prayers for the dead. When we think of the communion of saints, friends, that includes everyone in heaven, everyone on earth, and those in purgatory who await the kingdom, who need that time of purgation or spiritual cleansing, because since they have died, they still had remnants of sin on their souls that need to be cleansed through the mercy of God. Once somebody gets to purgatory, they can't help themselves anymore. They rely on the mercy of God and the prayers of others to help to get them out of purgatory into the heavenly kingdom. So Holy Mother Church has always taught that we are to have mass intentions. That's why we pray for the dead at every mass, as we lift them in the most beautiful prayer of the church. But today we pray for all who have died. That's why it's called All Souls Day. And this is where we pray to God, asking and invoking his mercy upon our loved ones. But it shouldn't just be people we know that we're praying for. That's why, again, it's called All Souls Day. We should be praying for everyone, especially those in purgatory who have no one to pray for them. Perhaps their families have just presumed they're in heaven and they've stopped praying for them, but they rely on our prayers to get there. Then once they get there, then they can continue to pray for us too, which is so beautiful. So who are the people that you're thinking of today? Perhaps a loved one, a friend, a fellow parishioner, a teacher, a priest. Who are the people that we remember this day, that we lift to God in prayer? Throughout the month of November, churches gather the names of these, our deceased loved ones, and put them in what's called a book of life, where our loved ones, named as individuals, are prayed for collectively throughout the month of November. In a special way today, the church gives us readings which help us to focus on eternal life. Death is not the end. Because Jesus died and rose for us, the gates of heaven are unlocked. And so we know that because of this great rejoicing, because of God's mercy, our loved ones may also share in Christ's victory over triumph and and his triumph over death. Excuse me. So what's important for us to identify is that For each of us, we have a responsibility to pray for our loved ones, most specifically those members of our family. But what I want you to also think of are praying for your priests who've helped to celebrate your sacraments. 
Maybe the priest that married you and baptized you, gave you your first Holy Communion. The pastors who served your parish, are you praying for them? If you've been blessed like myself to have religious sisters as part of your spiritual journey, are you praying for them? Perhaps teachers that you know have passed away, your fellow colleagues, your bosses, perhaps people who worked for you, a friend, especially if you lost a friend throughout school, elementary, secondary, in college or university. You know, are we praying for them? We need to make sure that we are constantly found as disciples of prayer or being persistent in prayer. But Father Rico, if they're already in heaven, they don't need our prayers. You're right. If they are in heaven, they don't need our prayers anymore, and they're praying for us. But the church teaches if we are praying for someone, we don't know if they are in heaven and they already are in heaven, then God gives the graces back to us. Or he will shower those graces upon a soul who is in need of God's mercy. So today the church doesn't have as many rejoicing hymns as yesterday with the saints. Rather, it has a penitential feel to it as well. This idea that, yes, our loved ones have died, so there's a sense of sorrow, and they're awaiting the kingdom. So we call upon the mercy of God in the prayers of the church. We have a little bit more of a somber approach to the liturgy. And also the way we find ourselves throughout the day. It's a great day to remember. It's a great day to thank God. But it's also a great day to pray for them in a particular way. What's beautiful about today, though, this day is filled with great hope. Because All Souls Day points us eventually to heaven. And that is our goal. Much more important than a Stanley Cup championship or a Super Bowl ring, or an NBA championship, or a World Series trophy. Indeed, heaven is our goal. Jesus is our coach. He is our God who's calling us to follow him. And so Holy Mother Church does a beautiful job to remind her children, all of us, of our responsibility to pray for the dead as we are united to them as the communion of saints. So in this day of sorrow, of memory, and of prayer, let us lift to God our loved ones who have died, trust in his mercy, and look forward to seeing them one day when each one of us are called to the banquet feast of heaven, to be with God forever, to thank him, to rejoice in his goodness, and celebrate his majesty eternally. Please join me as we pray the beautiful and ancient prayer of the church, as we send our loved ones to Almighty God. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May our brothers and sisters rest in peace. Amen. And may their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. For God's Playbook, friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Budsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks, and God bless.